Hello, welcome, welcome to the Faith Talks podcast. For those of you who don't know me, my name is Deborah and I'm a faith-based content creator. I make content sharing all about my journey with the Lord to encourage you on your journey with Him. And the Faith Talks podcast is all about encouraging you and just creating a safe space, being honest with our struggles, because let's be real, it's hard out here. It is hard out here in the world, in this day and age, in our generation. We've got it tough. So we need to stand strong. We need to be reminded of the truth. So yeah, that is what we discuss on here. And today, I just want to have a little chit chat. I want to speak about some things that have been on my heart this week and share them with you because I think that what I'm about to speak about is something that we struggle with a lot, a lot nowadays. And that is basically that I want to talk about feeling spiritually numb. Like, what do we do when we get in those ruts where we can't really hear God, we can't really feel God around us, like listening to worship music doesn't quite hit the same. When you're in church listening to sermons, it's not getting through. Like, you know that place where you're just a bit numb and nothing is really moving your spirit anymore. Like, what's going on and what do we do in situations like that? So last week, I found myself in that place. Like, worship music, I was kind of listening to it, but it was just a bit on the background. Um, I went to church and I was just kind of like, Lord, honestly, I want to be at home in my bed. Like, let me be honest. I was not feeling it, so to say. And that right there, me saying feeling it, I just want to start by saying that this walk with the Lord, we cannot rely on our feelings, right? Because there are going to be times like this where you don't feel the Lord around you. His presence is not something that we should strive to feel all the time because then you're going to strive for the feeling and not for the relationship with God, we need to have a core knowing in our spirits, in our hearts that the Lord said, I will never leave you nor forsake you. That is what he's spoken over our lives. God is the same always. So that's just the truth. Now, that being said, there is that sense of numbness. Like, It is there, we experience it, and it's almost like a fog kind of clouding our vision and blocking our ears to what God is saying. So there could be a number of different reasons for this numbness. And the first thing that I want to speak about, which I think is the main one, is distraction. When we get distracted away from God, you can listen to the worship music, you can watch the sermons, all of this, but your mind is elsewhere. Does that make sense? And this is what I was dealing with last week. I have been really, really distracted by my phone, by scrolling on social media, on TikTok, on Instagram, on YouTube for hours and hours. And most of the content that we consume nowadays, especially on platforms like TikTok, where everything is so short, it's little bites here and there. You can consume so much content for a few seconds and what's the substance in it really? There's nothing in it. There's nothing to feed you. It's just like these random videos of people dancing or showing their outfits. And this doesn't go for everything. Of course, there's also a lot of Christian content creators like myself. There is good content out there, but let's be honest, most of the content that we consume is th- are things that are just a little bit useless. And when you consume hours and hours of that type of content, 
It only makes sense that it leads to numbness. It numbs your spirit. It creates this fog in your brain because you've just been consuming all of these random things and they take space in your mind. All these little one minute videos take space somewhere. So that's what I've been dealing with in terms of distractions. But spiritual numbness can be the result of other distractions as well. I've made a video, a YouTube video about idols. We can get distracted by so many things things, by food, we can get distracted by our friends, by Netflix, by music. There are so many things, but as soon as we take our eyes off of Jesus as the sole focus, and we kind of, even if it's just like a one degree shift in focus, you know that um, story, I don't know who says it, I don't know if it was an author or a pastor, but they mentioned this thing of when you're in a boat and you change the coordinate, even 1%, you're going to end up in a completely different destination than if you would have set with that focus on the original um, coordinates and that's what it's like with us as well it starts with that little distraction just a little more screen time just a little bit more secular music in between your um, christian playlist whatever it is this ultimately grows into a bigger distraction that then causes spiritual numbness so that is the first and main thing that i wanted to address in terms of the cause of spiritual numbness And then maybe you're listening to this and you're like, whoa, I'm not distracted. I do have my eyes on Jesus and I'm doing all the right things. And then I want to ask you, are you doing too much? It is also very much possible to be doing too much in terms of doing all these things for the Lord and consuming all of these things, like listening to all of this worship music constantly or watching all of these sermons. We can fill up our lives so much with doing good things for the Lord, but to an extent that we're not able to be still and sit in the quiet with God anymore. All of these things that we do for the Lord are so important and they're so necessary on our journey with Him. But as soon as we put more weight on the consuming and on the doing, instead of just that simpleness of sitting down, being quiet, reading the word, that's when we can start to become numb because we start to chase certain highs and again, certain feelings. For example, when it comes to worshiping God with worship music, and I'm just specifying that because worship is so much more than music, right? Living our day-to-day lives, everything we do is in worship to God. But just specifying worship music, we can then start to chase God's presence. If we then don't feel God's presence in every worship session, we think it was not effective when worship is not about us. It is not about us experiencing this and this and this. Worship is to worship God, is to let him know, Lord, you are the one and only God. You deserve all the praise. You deserve everything. You deserve all of me. We just need to remember that we can't substitute our relationship with the Lord for anything else. Again, you can listen to all the worship music, you can sit in all the sermons, you can do all the right things, but if you don't sit in the quiet with the Lord, then is there really a relationship there? In Mark 6 verse 31, it reads, come with me by yourselves to a quiet place and get some rest. God wants you to rest. All of this doing, all of this striving, even if it's good things, there's too much of good things as well. All of this striving, it's going to wear you out. It's going to bring you to that place of numbness. Goes for the distractions as well. All of this. And that is where I had to come to Uh, at the end of last week when I was so frustrated, like, Lord, I don't want to feel this numb. I don't want to feel like 
I'm kind of separated from you, even though that's not the truth. God will never leave us nor forsake us, but the enemy will get us so involved in other things to kind of create that separation by the fog. God is right next to us, but when you're so consumed by the doing and distractions, then you don't know that he's right next to you because you're you're foggy, your mind is foggy. So yeah, I had to come to that place and I'm still there where I just have to be still and that then feels so unnatural because you want to do something. It's like, Lord, but it can't be this simple. I can't just sit here. What do you mean? But Jesus is saying, no, come to me. Just come sit in my presence. Let's speak. And let me remind you of all of the things that I've spoken over your life. Let me remind you of who you are. God is singing over us. What a beautiful picture that is to see God as the dad that he is. He is our dad. He is singing over us. We can sit in his laps, being as exhausted and as numb as we may feel and just sit there. You don't have to do anything. Um, I think that to get out of that numbness, we want to strive and like, Lord, how do I get out of this? The answer is actually to be still. And that is so against everything that we know. But with the Lord in his kingdom, so many things are reversed, right? In order to get out of this numbness, you don't have to strive. You don't have to follow a certain checklist. Just be still with God. Just go in your inner most quiet room and sit there and lay out what's on your heart. Be honest with the Lord about your frustrations, about your struggles. What I find so beautiful about the book of Job is that that book, we can all relate to that so much because Job is frustrated, right? And most of the book, it's him kind of voicing that and really crying out to the Lord and saying to his friends, like, curse the day that I was born. Like he was really going at it. And I find it so beautiful that towards the end of the book, God says that Job was right and his friends were wrong. And I was like, what does that mean? Like Job was right. He was just not kind of complaining. He was really laying it on thick. But that just shows that God wants to hear our hearts. He wants to hear the frustration. If you can only come to God with the good things and you have to hide away all of your anger, your frustration, your bitterness, then what kind of relationship is that? That is not an honest relationship. That is like a vanity thing. You putting on a certain front before you enter the presence of the Lord. That's not what this is. He's your dad. He's your best friend. He wants to hear everything, the good, the bad, the ugly, whatever it is. So within that um, numbness, lay it down before him. Lord, I'm feeling this way. I don't feel like going to church. I don't feel like listening to worship music. I don't want to feel this way, but I am feeling this way right now. So there you go. (laughs) Do with that what you will. God will comfort you. He, again, is your best friend. He is your maker. He loves you so much. So just lay that down and don't let the enemy get to you. What I'm really noticing within a season of numbness or not even that a lot of seasons in life is that the enemy will come and he will be like see you don't love God you don't have a relationship with him otherwise you wouldn't feel like this and these whispers are so dangerous because none of us are perfect let's be honest we all fall short in our relationships with God in our walk with him we all fall short so when these whispers come it's so easy to come into agreement with them because we're like no it's true I did fall short here, so I must not love God and I must not have a good relationship with him. Let me tell you right now, the devil is a liar. He is salty. He is bitter. He has ruined his destiny. I mean, his end isn't looking so good, so he will do whatever he can to use our insecurities and to play on our imperfections. But God already knows these things. God knows we're not perfect. None of us are perfect. Jesus was perfect, but we will never be able to 
be. So why is the enemy using something against us that like God already knows? God doesn't expect that from us. So let me tell you, if you've been thinking these thoughts of like, maybe I don't love God, maybe I don't have a relationship with him, uh, throw that out the window. The fact that you are here right now listening to me ramble on about these things shows that you indeed have a relationship with the creator of the universe, whether that's one that's just starting off, whether that's one that's been going on for many years or many decades, whether you're in a high season, a low season, whatever it is, you are in a relationship with God and don't let the fact that maybe you are walking through the valley of the shadow of death or through this numbness right now, don't let that give way to the enemy to convince you otherwise, because that's just not the truth. Jesus has said that in this world, we will have many hardships. It's not going to be an easy walk in the park for us as believers, not at all. But we have that comfort and we can know that God will never leave us nor forsake us. He's always with us. So even in those moments of spiritual numbness where we feel numb, God is right there with us. And this too shall pass in the mighty name of Jesus. Nothing lasts forever. Do what you have to do right now, whether that is being still. And that is doing too, to be still, to drop everything and to just sit in God's presence because we're so inclined and urged to do all these things. But God says, no, 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 be still. So practice restraint. If you have to be still right now and sit with the Lord, then do that for as long as you need to. Or if you have to fast from the things that are distracting you, then that's what you need to do. And that is what I'm doing this week for however long I have to is fasting from social media, fasting from my phone. And this is hard. It's a lot of going back and forth. I'm not going to lie. Because when it comes natural at a point, I sometimes just grab my phone and then I'm like, oh, I'm not supposed to do this right now. (laughs) It's a journey of falling and getting up. Pray about it. Invite Jesus in to help you. He is walking with you in your day-to-day life. He is here. He will help you cut out those distractions if you let him. And I will be praying for you as well against that spiritual numbness and against the attacks and the schemes of the enemy in general on your life. There's a reason that so many attacks are coming so heavy on so many of you. And that is because the enemy is scared, okay? He will not attack what he is not scared of. God has spoken so many amazing things over your life. And in Jesus' mighty name, so many of us will do amazing things for his kingdom. But that means that attacks might come just a little bit heavier. So I pray strength and God's peace over your life that you will know that you are not alone in Jesus' mighty name. And I also pray that this has been a blessing for you. Thank you so much for tuning in, tuning into the podcast. May you have a good week coming up. The Lord goes before you. He goes behind you, beside you. He's all around you. You are surrounded. You are not alone. Jesus is with you through whatever you're facing this week. So yeah, thank you so much for listening. And I will be back again very, very soon. Maybe this time that's what I get.